welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 101. We just celebrated 100 episodes last week. I hope you heard that episode. We had a special guest on. Turn up, turn up. So, new listeners, welcome. We are Adam's Rib. Catch us. Subscribe to us in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. You can follow Adam's Rib Podcast on Facebook. Follow Adam's Rib Podcast on Twitter. You can go to our website. We have blogs that come out every Wednesday with some powerful women writing these blogs, including myself and Jesse. Yeah. So, episode 101. We are going to discuss how to fight fair. Okay. <laughs> and so basically just how to handle conflict God's way. Are you mm-hmm. taking a selfie? I was trying, but I didn't do it yet. I could, I could tell. I was like, There's, you're doing like something I'm, you're I'm, not supposed to be doing. <laughs> I could tell. Don't so you do that, and I'm going to start it out. All right, cool. Fighting fair, you know, when I was thinking about this episode, I was like, you know what? Conflict has have has always technically existed, even in the church. There's, I mean, there's conflicts in church all the time. Even the apostles in the Bible didn't agree. That's right. Like Peter and Paul and all them, they was they was arguing. But luckily, obviously, the Bible provides us tips and tools of how to fight fair, especially of people when both parties of faith disagree, and I think that's key, but I'll mm. get into that, you know, in a minute. And so when it comes to handling conflict and fighting fair God's way, God's way, you know, is through grace and through wisdom, and you're going to have that spiritual dynamic when you're dealing with people who are of godly intentions, you know, of, of good faith. I think that's why, and this is a side note, I think that's why it's so important to make sure that you're marrying someone that's evenly yoked so that they have the same intentions that you do when it mm-hmm. comes, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to fighting. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And the Bible, when I um, research it, defines the word fair as being honest. And I think, just, again, I'm just assuming this, I think it's defined being honest because God is honest and we always know that God is fair. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it renders an equal response toward one another. And that's what I mean by fighting fair and the definition of that. In the book of Ezekiel, um, the prophet, he says to God, the house of Israel says that the way of the Lord is now fair. But God responds with, oh, house of Israel, is it not my ways which are fair and your ways which are not fair? Mm. So just according to the scripture, the best definition of what is always fair will always be the way that God deals with us. <laughs> so when you're fighting unfairly with someone is when you're dishonest with them. It's when you hold on to things from the past and it's when you personally attack them. Hmm. So did you know you were going to be teaching me today? So first, <laughs> when it comes to finding fair... <laughs> Oh, sorry, don't cough. Cough, don't cough. Sorry. I'm going to just talk. First thing, when it comes to fighting fair, I think you have to judge your own motives. You know, your motive of why am I addressing this issue? Why does this issue bother me? You know, I think what's the motive behind it? Because it all comes down to the fundamentals of conflicts or fights. Why do we want or why do we do what we do? Oh, my God. Can I answer that? Why do we want what we want? Yeah. Can I answer that? Yeah. (laughs) I always want to be right. That's your problem. 
I know. <laughs> just that might be an issue, like, for real, like, in real life. <laughs> but, like, no, for real, like, I, because I do not, I try not to enter this arguments or conflict without all my facts ready. Oh, I'm like, going to get to that. Oh, my God. Because yes, I be, like, locked and loaded, ready. And I'm like, pew, 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 pew. And just a pistol. Like, See, that's how women are. They got yes. a whole laundry list. Like, ready. This is what you did. This is what ready. you said. This and is what you should have did. Yeah. Like, you can ask such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be ready. Oh, my You would be that person in the courtroom, me. like a small claims court. Yes. Like, mm, I got witnesses. Yes. I, <laughs> they mean, be I got statements. They be in jogging suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Missy Elliott. Finger waves. That would be you in the courtroom. <laughs> what the fuck is Kayo hats? <laughs> Oh, Lord, don't fight Jessica's way. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> so anyway, I actually let's that out. When it, com- when it comes to answering the question, why do we do what we do? Why do we want what we want? I personally believe that Jesus exposes the heart of these issues in his Sermon on the Mount in, in Matthew chapter 7. So really, just the Sermon on the Mount, in essence, he's, he's sharing with us the source of hypocrisy, and that's typically the heart you know, of the matter when it comes mm-hmm. to conflict. Um, it says, I think it was verse 3, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will m- be measured to you. So then he goes on to explain how he doesn't condemn moral judgments, but he rather, you know, it, it, it's rather, you know, is your motives condemning others, basically. Mm-hmm. So when you criticize other people, that could very, basically, whatever you're criticizing other people could very well be existing in you with, like, full abundance. Does that make oh. sense? <laughs> yes. That might be one of my issues. <laughs> so, you know, in this life here on Earth, we can't know why someone speaks something or acts a certain way. So in the next life, we're really not going to care. So it's like, well, why bring it up now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it just comes down to pettiness. We talked about that in the episode. Mm-hmm. So I feel that accusing someone of impure motives is really what jump starts an argument. And then that will just then transition to like a huge blowout. And typically, I feel like these accusations, and I've learned just in my life, are usually false. Mm-hmm. And it then just goes on to reveal more of like the accuser's motives rather than like the person you're accusing. So Jesus said to judge yourself, and again, back to the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said to judge yourself. So um, why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but don't notice the log in your own eye? And that, again, that's just from the Sermon on the Mount. So when it comes to fighting fair, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to reveal to you your heart. And you have to purify your motives because it's not going to be easy to be open to something that we really don't want to hear, don't want to believe, or don't want to talk about. But honesty is essentially is going to lead you to a fair fight. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So be honest with yourself. Okay. All right. I like that. And I receive that. And honestly, I feel like before I enter a disagreement, like, I'm going to be so real with you on this episode. Like, you're going to be the holy one here, not me. Like, because I'm just going to be, like, so honest. Like, because I know, like, I mean, real life, because I know that this is one area in my life where I probably struggle the most. Mm -hmm. I do not. I know I don't fight fair. Mm -hmm. I know I don't. But I feel like that's step one because I actually can identify that. Hey, honest, I, I said that. Yes. You got you to gotta have a level of honesty with yes. yourself. That's essential. And that's what I'm like <laughs> listening to you say that. I'm like, okay, all right. I definitely agree <laughs> that I have to be honest and real <laughs> with myself. But what happens, though, with the people who are 
honest with themselves, but their honesty only been only has a benefit to themselves. So, for example, Let's say what that, you mean. so, for example, that person who's like, well, when I I am being honest with myself, I know I'm right. I know mm-hmm. I did this. I know I did that. But in all actuality, they probably really did. That goes back to what I was saying. So I'm accusing you of something through like my own assumptions of your own motives. Mm, so that okay. just goes back to revealing to myself, well, wait a minute, let me get this log out my eye mm-hmm. and stop criticizing the twig in your eye. Mm. <laughs> that's but, the same thing. But that takes a level of maturity that some it people does. doesn't it, do, it takes have, a level right? of spiritual maturity. Gotcha. I okay. feel like if your spirit's not right, you're never going to get to that place, in my opinion. Right, because there are some people out here who are just so dead set on being the winner Yeah, that they... And, Fighting is not about winning. <laughs> I've come it's to not, that. I've, I've accepted winning. that. Mm-hmm. It, it's about... I got a list. Okay. Let me get to that. Go ahead. It's about... Go ahead. So I'm the second thing there. I had on my list <laughs> was you got to weigh your words carefully when it comes to conflict, when it comes to fighting fair. In James chapter 3, he says that the tongue is a world of unrighteousness that pollutes and destroys the total course of your life. So, it's funny you bring that up. Mm -hmm. Basically, when I was reading the scripture, it comes down to half-truths or just plain out lies are just devastating to you. But the damage is multiplied when those lies are then repeated. So, basically, like gossip. So, when you say, oh, I brought my whole crew with me, they lied on your behalf. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I just felt so convicted. And so, obviously, we know it's not a sin to disagree, but I feel like we as godly women have to fight fair to avoid, you know, that feisty, sinful tongue that a lot of black women just tend to have, just culturally. Yes. And so, we got to train ourselves to learn to use love and to speak our words in love and to speak life into someone. So, um, if you read the entire really book of Ephesians, is really good, but I picked out verses in chapter 4. Whereby we maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. We are to speak the truth in love and in specific application, speak only what is good for the building up of one another. So when you apply this love principle in Ephesians, it reduces that rhetoric. And that can be the rhetoric of it could be a heated business meeting. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, to, to dissipate, you know, a group of gossipy females. You know, I, I just feel like when you just a- approach something within love, that will just eliminate all that. And so then by practicing this principle alone, it could really just change someone's, like, truth into a heart-transforming truth. Because mm-hmm. their truth may not be the truth. Mm-hmm. There's your truth, my truth, and then the truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. So, if I can interject for just a second, Mm -hmm. I like how you were saying, like, how we have to kind of be mindful of our sharp tongues. Because, yes, especially black women, and we're not trying to be stereotypical here. But That's all we know. I'm black. Right. (laughs) That's all we know. Because the reality is, you're listening to two black women who have, at some point in life, if not still now today, have had that sharp black woman. Never! Lies. I know. (laughs) But, um... The one thing I can say, and, like, this is in all seriousness, one thing that we have to always be mindful of is the the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So even when we are in the midst of a conflict, even when we're in the midst of an argument with somebody, be, you have to be careful with what you say. Because in the moment, I get it, you're heated, your, your, your energy is racing, your adrenaline's going, and you might say something that you will regret 
the moment that this is over. The moment that the dust settles and the smoke clears, you will be sitting there like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have said that. Lord, please forgive me for saying something that cut another person or tore their just like broke their spirit Mm -hmm. because I know for a fact that was like now that was my number one issue for (laughs) years. I would fight. And, you know, I was somebody I don't physically fight. I don't I don't do that. Mm -hmm. We're not doing that. But I could rip you to shreds with the words that came out of my mouth. Evil. It was me. Do you think that's deeply that's more so rooted into deeper issues, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely think that anybody that struggles with that that with that particular issue, especially mm-hmm. with handling conflict, it's because there's some other there's there's some hurts in there's some hurt inside of there yeah. that's never been healed. Because I got to bring you down. Yeah. So because, exactly up. because I'm feeling some kind of way about myself. It's only fair that I bring you down here with me. Yeah. You know, and that's the mindset and the process that I used to have. So I would literally rip people apart with my words and I never got any like um satisfaction from it mm-hmm. but it just felt good to have company in this low yeah, place. Yeah, I get you. It, it felt good to be with somebody down here. Right. Cuz I'm I'm low too, but yeah. I just brought you down here yeah. with me with the mm-hmm. words that came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. But what I never realized is that when these people will walk away from me, they're taking those words with them. Mm-hmm. And now this is all they know about themselves. They identify with what I just spoke over their lives yeah. and that's not even really who they are. Well, I mean, really to flip that, you know, when you said I had to bring them down to where I was, I feel like, you know, we tend to bring people down if you feel like we cannot reach the high level that we feel like they're probably on. on. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'll bring you down to my level. But the flip side of that, you got to be in a spiritual place to know I'm not about to come down to your level. Exactly. And that's what comes down to fighting fair. Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to bring me down here with you when it mm-hmm. took me forever to get up here. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. And yes. And that does take that takes a level of spiritual strength and maturity. And so it's almost like kind of having like a spirit of discernment and recognizing, all right, you're just hurting your, you yourself and yeah. you're hurting. But I can't, I can't, like you said, I can't get down there with mm-hmm. you. In the meantime, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, right. And then that's when you take yourself and you go ahead and go to the next thing. Like, yeah. so you don't even have to be affected by the hurt or by the words or the hurt of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because that... That can do a lot of damage. Yeah. So definitely, just just be mindful of the tongue. Now that's not I'm that's not my issue no more. But Chaba, yes, amen. For I've grace. been delivered. Yes. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad you brought up something that you don't fight physical because obviously fighting can be physical. It yes. can be spiritual. It can mean a lot of different things. Right, Either right. way, conflict at the end of the day, it's intended to establish dominance over the other person, bring mm-hmm. them from high down to low. So it's really going to involve, an, I think, an intense effort on your part, and it's a struggle that requires like. All your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, like, you know, Mm -hmm, (laughs) well-being. The book of Jude, it tells us to, um, it says to earnestly contend for the faith, which when broken down from Greek words to Latin to English, it means to fight with everything that you have. So there are some things that aren't even worth fighting for. (laughs) But, you know, there's obviously things that are worth fighting for, such Mm -hmm. as, you know, The gospel, that's worth fighting for. But as Christians, we've been instructed not to fight one another, but to strive for peace within the body of Christ. And so we're also told not to fight with the government, but to submit to its laws, knowing that our true governor is Christ and that we belong to his kingdom. So I feel like 
too often fighting is usually a sign of sin going on in our own lives anyway. So if we just go back into the book of James, I mentioned earlier, James says that what causes fights and quarrels among you, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. And like I said, it just kind of goes back to when you're coming from taking it from the high place down to the low place. And so essentially most conflicts are rooted in selfishness. They're rooted in lust. And we're fighting over the things of this world that just really just don't even matter. Mm-hmm. And all all conflicts I don't think are easily resolved, obviously. But I think if we just follow basic Bible principles and prayerfully apply them, mm-hmm. we'll tend to get the most productive results <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they can provide calmer resolutions of any disagreements you know they'll they'll promote patience um you know it where you know differences truly exist it'll promote self-control it just you know i I think at the end of the day like i said it's not about winning but you'll walk away from it like hmm victorious yeah like that Mm -hmm. one's so bad (laughs) so now obviously you may not always be dealing with someone that's like spirit-led like you're like you but that's that's, you know, the case where you have to really practice that persevering faith at that mm-hmm. point. Because mm-hmm. you're not always going to be fighting someone that, like, may be in the same spiritual place that you are. Yeah. And so I think since they're not applying these principles, you have to apply these principles even more and win them over with your love. Because if they curse you out and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. God loves you. Mm-hmm. I love you. You probably got some issues going on. I'm going to just step back. Mm-hmm. They're going to look at you like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that's a selfish act, but it's a, it's a good one. It's a good act. It's a good time to be selfish because the reality is anybody that is popping off on you like that, they're doing that for a reaction. They're yeah. doing that for the thrill. They're mm-hmm. doing that because they really want that. From, they, they want that. They want you to get down there and get grimy and get dirty and get dusty with them. But the reality is... That's not fair to you. That's not fair to your spirit. And that is not giving God. God's not going to get the glory out of that. So in the meantime, you just need to be selfish enough to say, you know what? Not I. Right. Don't have time for that. <laughs> Can't give you that energy. So like Lindsay said, I'll pray for you. I love you. God loves you. I'm out. Yeah. And then wash your hands of that situation. And and, and, and it is it is those people who come at you more aggressively um, somebody that maybe tries to start a physical altercation. You tried with you. it. You tried it. You yeah. tried it. But those are the people that are truly battling with things within themselves that you can't fix anyway. Mm-hmm. And cussing them out too is not going to fix. It's it. not going to solve. Nothing. It's not going to solve anything. And yeah. if anything, now you just created issues for yourself that you don't need. Right. So be selfish in conflict, and it's okay. Be be selfish oh, like and that. give God yeah. the glory. I like that. Be selfish. The, tweet that. Yeah. We gonna tweet that. Be selfish, be selfish in, in conflict. In conflict. <laughs> yeah. Girl, look. Why we both we both hit the phone? Both the phone. We but both hit. This has been episode one hundred and one, y'all. Thanks for listening. Ch- catch us next Tuesday. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace out.